What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chickamon Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, stock car, steel, and aluminum, along with them Draco Springs. Our buddy Randy Keene over there, RK Motorsports Consulting, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. What is going on, y'all? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? And also, we got our uh, our other part-time co-host on here today, Mr. Joey Coulter. Joey, what is up, man? Oh, I'm just... Uh... If I get any more of these part-time deals together, I'm going to have to make a full-time gig out of something. There you go. Part, part, part-time driver coach, part-time race car driver, part-time radio host. There you go. <laughs> well, I know which one pays the least, so it's okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, man. Where are you driving to? I am, uh, I am starting my trek back to Texas. Woo. We've, uh, I guess, I guess we've had enough of the East Coast humidity, so we're gonna go get us some, some dry 114 degree heat. And, uh, yeah. Go back to that for a little bit. I don't, I don't know whether to congratulate you for that or to say good luck. I don't know. I don't, I don't really I'll, know. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, man, how was everybody's fourth? How was your fourth, Sterling? It was good, it was- man. Yeah, it was. Uh, we, uh, we got out on the boat a little bit on Saturday and. Um, Finally had some good, decent weather. We could do that. And uh, we rode about 180, 200 miles. So it was a it was a good long day, uh, about 12 hours on the water. So that was good. It wasn't too overcrowded, So, uh, which is kind of surprising for the Coastal <laughs> Waterway yeah. in Myrtle Beach. But, uh, but it was good. We had a good time. And uh, <clears throat> yesterday went to church and went down and saw some uh, some family and, and down in Conway and got to pop some fireworks and... Good old time, you know. Good old time, Joe. We know you spent a uh, spent party weekend at the racetrack, but the rest of your Fourth of July weekend there, how did how did it go? Uh, it was good. You got to got to hang out with our old uh, old neighbors from from when we lived here in Concord or back there in Concord. But uh, <laughs> it was it was fun. Uh, my my five year old daughter, she uh, I think that's about the most fireworks she's ever seen in a in a thirty six to seventy two hour period. Um, <laughs> She, uh, she, she's, she's fireworked out, and, and I think I'm going to have to cut the ice cream off for the next couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she had plenty of that, too. So, but no, it was, it was great. It's, uh, it, just, it was cool to have everybody at the racetrack uh, Saturday night. That was the first race that my, my youngest daughter, she'll, she'll be five months old next week. That's the first time she's been to the racetrack. Uh, so that was that was cool to have both girls and my wife there and, and then have a halfway decent run, so. There you Good go. Weekend. There you go. So you have uh you spent a couple weeks here in on the East Coast now and uh and uh and that's been that's been productive for you. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh that's why I was telling my friend uh we every time I, I make a trip back here I, I always tell myself, man, you gotta you gotta plan it better so you got more time to really get everything done. And I was so proud of myself because I felt like you know, we were going to be here for two weeks. I was going to be able to get a lot done. My wife was going to be able to get a lot done. Kids were going to have a good time. Like, it's all kind of working. I still ran out of time. <laughs> um, so I've, uh, I've broken that track record, I guess. But, no, it's, it's been good. I got to I got to spend a lot of time with, with the dirt team um, and, and working on some, some new stuff we're going to try to develop moving forward and uh, then obviously getting, getting to play around on the pavement and, not blow through tear-offs was awesome um 
it, it, uh, it was it was real productive, and we got to hang out with a bunch of friends and family too. So but it all worked out. That's always a good time. That's 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 always great. Well, let me tell y'all what I did uh, Saturday night. I've done this a few times myself, but uh, Saturday night was a little. It wasn't any different, really. I guess you say, but it was just a. Uh, it's like every time I do it, it gets more interesting. <laughs> I uh, my parents, as I've said a few times on here, they run a campground down here at Santee Lake, Santee Cooper. And uh, here for the past, I don't know, what is it, Sterling, probably five, six years? Yeah, probably. I've gone down there. We we own a little DJ business on the side that we're trying to get out of, kind of. <laughs> but uh, I've gone down there, and we either DJed or played some guitar and sang a little bit. So they asked me to go down there and sing some. I was like, oh, fun. Here we go. And I haven't done this in about a year. So I went down there and I played and played and played for probably three hours down there. I had a set list. I might as well throw that out the window, though, because oh, yeah, as, as soon as I started playing, everybody started, play some Skinner, play Freebird. <laughs> Jesus. I had one boy that, that just kept out, kept yelling uh, Neon Moon. Brooks and Dunn. He just yelled at all night. That was finally the last song I played. <laughs> I just made him keep yelling it all night. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a, uh, it was inter- interesting. Uh, okay. There was an interesting crowd. Oh, down for there sure. Too. You got a little bit of everything down there, man. It was, ooh, ooh, it was different, different to say the least. But no, nah, it was fun. Uh, they, everybody seemed to have fun. It's always, uh, I like the first half of the night because I just kind of play some music. Um, you know. Oh, DJ some music, I guess you'll say. Uh, I, I push buttons anyway. I don't really do all the mad DJ skills all these people got, but I push buttons and play music. And um, the kids get out there. There was a there was probably twenty kids. I mean, little kids, probably eight and under. There was probably twenty of them this time. They just out there dancing, having a big old time. So that's what it's all about. Everybody. That's always fun. And then you get then all of a sudden it gets dark and um people start drinking more. Yeah. And I don't know where they come from. There's, I, uh, some of them look like they come from the woods. I, don't I know, think they just come up out that lake somewhere. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, it's something else. So it was uh, it was fun. Then we went down there and me and my family hung out with Sterling's family Sunday and headed to the beach and ate some sliders and, and some hot dogs and all that fun stuff and watched the fireworks. That was fun. So anyway, let's uh I reckon let's get to the racetrack. Joey, you uh spent Saturday up there at uh Caraway Speedway up there in the Smart Tour Modified. Had a good run, man. Tell us about it. Yeah, it uh it worked out great. We ended up uh finishing third, uh which I was I was real happy with. I felt like uh if we'd uh, if we'd have put together a little bit cleaner part of the race in the beginning i think we would have been in position to to fight for the win um but we just i i, I blame it on myself i just I, I i wanted to be a little bit freer than i think i really should have been like the, the lesson learned for me was i was probably better off being a, a three or four tight in the middle rather than a, a one or two loose um but i just for some reason i was thinking when everything cooled off and the you know the greasiness kind of went away, I was gonna get get a little bit more side bite through the middle, but it it never came back even when it cooled way off. So uh, I just ran the first the first half to two thirds of the race just way too loose and, and burn up my right rear tire early. Um, but we we made an adjustment. Um, 
had a late late caution with about 25 or 30 to go, I think, and uh, came in, got our right rear tire, pulled the spring rubber, and uh, went back out there. And I think we restarted seventh or eighth, uh, and and was able to drive back up to third. So had a had a really good car. I think we were we were one of the quicker ones at the end, um, but just uh, just had a bit too much to deal with. Uh, at the end of the race because the first half just wasn't as, as strong as it should have been. There you go. Um, I know we kind of touched on a little bit last time, um, but let's just say for you, for instance, and I know you had a, a, a test day to go out and kind of get reacclimated to the modified there, but it is, is that a, uh, is there a big acclimation period for you or is it kind of something just come second nature and, and, you know, when you're coming from throwing that super late model down in the corner and driving on the right rear, you know, something serious and and learning how to, or not learning, but, you know, going back to backing up this corner and not killing that right rear, like you said. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, was, I was talking to, to Harold Holly today. I was, I was at my dirt shop a little bit before I hit the road, just tying up some loose ends. But I was talking to him about it, and I said, man, you know, I don't think – I really don't think I would have took to these modifieds if I hadn't dirt raced. Um, because I think just dirt racing for as much as I have over the last few years, my, my scale in my head of what's good, what's a lot of grip and what isn't a lot of grip is, has gotten skewed to the point where I, you know, in those dirt late models, I'm used to going really fast with no grip. When I get in that modified, I'm going really fast and I have a lot of grip. So it's kind of like a, it's like a sensory overload for me. Like I'm feeling all kinds of stuff that I don't think I would have, I wouldn't be able to feel if I wasn't used to getting that information out of a dirt car. So I think it's been a, if the dirt has helped it a huge amount, like I don't, I don't think I would have been able to jump in those cars and, and go fast without the dirt racing. I, I I agree with that, and just watching it, I agree. I agree a hundred percent with that. And I remember back when me and Sterling were younger, racing go karts and stuff. A lot of people always said, "If you can learn to drive on dirt, you will be a really smooth asphalt driver." And I've it's, it really seems like that. Guys that gr- have grown up on dirt and moved to asphalt, they they're, seem to be relatively smooth and really fast most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I've always now that I've done dirt racing. I grew up not doing it. Like I never got in a dirt car until I was 21, I think. Uh, so I raced for, you know, almost 10 years before I ever got on dirt. Um, but man, I, I wish I'd have done it earlier because I just, I feel like now, you know, obviously I'm, I'm you know, experience is experience, but I really do feel like it, like I'm a totally different driver now because of the dirt car. Uh, than what I was. I, I'd love to be able to go back and and kind of slap the 2012-2013 version of me in the head a little bit and uh, <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> We'd all love to slap the 2013 version <laughs> of ourselves in the head. Oh <laughs> um, well, cool, man. Well, we haven't really talked to you a whole lot about the uh, the modified and everything. Tell us what kind of deal you got going on over on that side. So it is kind of a neat thing because it wasn't. It wasn't really planned, which that's kind of been the story of my life here lately when it comes to racing is it I, every time I try to plan something, it, it goes sideways. So I've kind of just been 
been flying off, driving off the hood pins a little bit. But so Randy Renfro that that has handled the Colton Motorsports side of of all the stuff we do with with um, super late models on pavement, uh, pro late models and stuff like that. Uh, he he called me one day and he said, "Hey, what do you think about getting modified?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know, Randy. I like I don't know." I don't know a single thing about those cars other than the tires have got to be a lot more expensive. Um, <laughs> there you go. For sure. And he's like, well, I, I, I got one here that I can, I can get a hold of, you know, for a decent price. It's, it's a, you know, the chassis is a couple years old, but it's never been put together. It's never been raced. And I was like, well, if you think it's, if you think it's a good deal, then let's go for it. And this was when that, the smart tour was, was just starting to reorganize. Uh, so he got it, put it together, and uh, we we shook it down at Hickory one one evening, and then took it to Florence late last year to race it, and uh, we ended up setting the track record, winning the race first time out in the car. And uh, I just I fell in love with it. The the series has continued to grow, uh, and I think it, they're doing a great job building it. Um, they're getting probably getting too much feedback from everybody involved in it uh driver wise but that's uh you know that's our jobs to, to help kind of tweak the rules to our own advantage um but <laughs> you know uh basically this year uh brandon ward drove the car a couple times and uh finished second ryan priest was actually in it um not too many weeks ago and and was really fast but but got uh got pushed into the fence late in the race um, but it's just, it's been a really successful venture for us so far, um, you know, and, and then getting back behind the wheel at Caraway, we were, I felt like we picked up right where we left off. We were, we were fast. Um, and I think in, you know, at least had the speed to, to win the race, even though we weren't, we didn't really put ourselves in position to, we, we had the speed to get it done. So I, I've been really, really excited about that. It's, it's nice. It's just for whatever reason, it is. We've we've just been able to to take off with it. I, I really don't know why. Um, I'm not sure that I I want to find out why because then we might do the wrong thing. But it, it's just been awesome. And like I said, the series is 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 growing. I, I'm excited to hear what their plans are for next year because I think it's it's just going to keep getting better and better. For sure, that's a, that's a cool little series they got going on, and a lot of a lot of. Big names and cool names have come jumping in cars, and we've seen Bobby Labonte, like you said, right, Ryan Breeze, all them guys jump in those cars and and, and go race. Uh, but uh, with the success that that the team has had with that car, um, you you don't get the itch to uh, jump in a little more often and and try to run a series again, Joey. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like to. Um, you know, it's part of the kind of our ongoing discussions as a whole group is you know, is that direction where we, should, where we should start looking a little bit just because of the success we've had. And, uh, again, it's kind of a new, a new thing and there seems to be a lot of momentum behind it. Uh, but, you know, I think there's, there's five races left or six races left this year. So we're going to try to run, uh, as many of them as we can, I think, whether it's me or, or, you know, like I said, Brandon Ward's driven a few and, and has shown interest in driving some more. So, We'll see, but uh, it's definitely something we're we're going to look at continually. Good deal, good deal. Um, 
I haven't ever really been around a modified a whole lot. I mean, we've seen them race, obviously, but I just never really... I, I, I've been around late models, been around, you know, everything else in the world, street stocks, whatever else kind of car, but I've never really been around modifieds that much. What it, What is the biggest differences, other than obviously tire width and stuff like that, going from, say, like a late model to a modified? They're just... uh Man, they're... they like a really angry go-kart. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're just, it's amazing to me because I, I remember after after qualifying at Caraway, uh, we ended up qualifying fourth, and, and there wasn't, there it was less than a tenth between first and fifth or sixth. Like, all of us were right on top of each other. And I got out of the car, and I just looked at Randy. I said, I, I can't believe where I lost that time. And he goes, where did you lose it? I said, the middle of one and two. It's a sharper corner. And I just, I thought for sure that I sailed it in there and rolled the center fast enough. I said, but I still picked the throttle up too soon. And like the way I've coached drivers and stuff is if you, if you find yourself picking the gas up too soon, that means you can carry more roll speed. And I'm like, I just cannot believe that this car wanted to go through the center of the corner faster than that. Because all I've done since I've been here is pick it up and pick it up and pick it up. So the amount of grip that they have on new tires is just unbelievable. Um, and like I was talking to Harold today, I said I don't, I don't know if I can crash one because I just, I'm so used to driving those dirt cars hard to the point where I crash them. This thing's got so much grip. I'm like I feel like I'm just gonna go straight through the racetrack. Um, they're absolutely wild, but they just, the harder you drive them, the more you get out of them. And it, it's, it's what makes them so much fun. I think I can see that. Uh, that would be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to go back out in and edit out that part where you said, I don't think I can crash one. Cause I don't want to put that out there, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just, the. I know that sounds crazy, but that's just the feeling that you get because I'm again, I've gotten used to, to driving cars that that have a very uh obvious limit i guess you could say you know right. like anything with a you know a smaller tire or that's heavier um not that low to the ground like those cars just have so much going for them grip wise uh where everything else i've driven you know like the dirt car doesn't have a lot of grip because it's on dirt a late model doesn't have that much grip because it doesn't have the tire it's got a higher cg and they're a little heavier um, this thing's, it's the only thing it's missing is a wing on the top, but yeah, that's right. I don't think they make springs big enough to hold them off the ground <laughs> if you did put a wing on them. So, I mean, they just, they're just so, they're so extreme in the amount of grip that you get. Um, and then they still got enough horsepower where you can light the rear tires up. So they're just, they're just a lot of fun. I mean, I, I it's funny because I, I, I got asked that question a couple times over the weekend and I, I feel like. My, my answer really should be, well, I'm not sure yet because I've only done it twice. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it um, seems to be working out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And that, it's, again, it's kind of like if, if it ain't broke, don't – if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I'm I'm, I'm making sure I'm kind of metering myself and how much I try to figure out because I think if I if I get to knowing too much, uh, that's about when I'll start breaking it. So uh, – but it's it's just been fun. And, and, and like I said, we've, we've had things go in our favor – um, that deal at Florence, I've, I've never had a weekend go that way, uh, as long as I've raced. So 
it's just kind of neat to, to have it happen like that. And then to have another good run at Caraway where we were one of the three fastest cars, you know, the whole weekend and, and finishing on the podium was, was really cool. That's awesome, man. And like you said about the, the whole tour there, I, I'm, I'm glad they got that tour up because we kind of missed, uh, well, we, we never had modifieds here really around the Southeast. Not, not to that extent that they are now. It was kind of a Northeast thing and, they're kind of moving on down here, and uh, they're pretty cool. I like them. Uh, the first time we, I was really close to one, I guess you say, was down at um, New Smyrna. Right. We were down there with Derek and stuff, and I I, got, I stood by one. I was like, I did not realize these things were this low and this small looking. Oh, I know. It's like a foot <laughs> off the ground. I was like, <laughs> way down there. Yeah. Like, it, it looks like it. I mean, it really does. You talk about how wide it it reminds me of a Indy car, but the motor's up front. Yeah. Yeah. With all that time. Yeah. I was like, God, this thing's crazy. And they move. Yeah. They're, it's, it's awesome. Like it, it, it's funny cause it's that they're hard to get in because they're so low to the ground. You can't, you don't swing your leg up and you fall in it. <laughs> like, um, it, it's, they're, they're just cool. Like I, I'm, I'm excited to, to hopefully run more of them and, and get to some different racetracks just to see how they act. Uh, when you get to an even faster track because you know florence was kind of slow because of the tire wear caraway is pretty fast but but it's it's a paper clip so you're you're dropping a lot of corner speed um but like dominion's on the schedule uh for later in the year and that's one that i've got circled about a hundred thousand times so there you go <laughs> uh because that that place i know they'll they're just they're absolutely gonna haul the mail there um so i'm gonna try really hard to not miss that one there you go um i've talked I've never been to Caraway myself. Um, you ever been, sir? I have not. No. Everybody I've talked to, they always say they like Caraway. What do you think about it? It's a it's a neat little racetrack. It's it's uh it's actually one of the few places that I think you can go to tune up for something like Martinsville. Um, hmm. You know, Martinsville is always one of those places that it's hard to go find something like it because there just isn't. Um, but Caraway, you know, straight away to corner shape wise, it's about it's almost the same. Um, it's got a little more banking, right. um, but it's a good, it's a good racetrack for, for tuning up for something where you really got to slow down and then get turned and speed back up. Uh, and they, it's, I can't remember when it got, it didn't get like a complete repave, but it got redone, uh, a good bit. And since then it, it's still been a great, great place to race. It was multiple grooves. Like we were too wide for a long time. Uh, it's a little bit narrow, but, but that's part of what makes it fun. Um, it's, it's just, it's a good track. It's, it's, it's one of the better ones I think, uh, around this part. Sweet, man. That's awesome. It's awesome deal. Well, you, uh, I know you said you had dominion scheduled or circled anyway on the schedule. Um, anything else circled coming up here soon? Uh, we're talking about it's not a done deal yet we may try to run the uh the cars tour throwback race at hickory uh at the end of this month um but we'll just have to see schedule wise how that works out again i'm trying i'm trying not to plan it so that it has a chance of working <laughs> there, you go. there you go um but yeah that's that's kind of the next thing and then uh the ray cook southern national tour the shaper's oil tour is getting ready to kick off uh within the next couple weeks so we may uh, we may be able to pick up a couple of those uh, while that's going on, but just taking it one thing at a time right now. I love that tour. Uh, yeah, it's it, great. It really is. I just wish they'd 
bring a couple tracks a little closer to us over here. <laughs> but, it's, but it's really good, too. I love watching it. That's always cool. So that's cool, man. Well, uh, um, any of your drivers that you've had out there? How are they doing here lately? What you uh, what, what you been you been on the phone with them even while you've been out of out of the house out of, out of the normal office? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and uh, it's really neat. I I actually got to to go meet a lot of them and work with a lot of them uh, last week at Southern Shootout. Um, there's a bunch of them practicing tonight and they're racing again tomorrow. I think it's round five. Um, but it was really neat to to go be able to work with them in person because a lot of the way that that my company driver fine works is I, I built it all to, to work remote so that it didn't cost drivers a plane ticket and a pit pass to get high quality driver coaching. Um, so it was neat to, to be able to, to go meet them all in person and, and, uh, and work with them a little bit and, and see things a little more, you know, live action, so to speak, rather than, than, you know, on a GoPro video. So it was really cool. They're all doing good. Um, everybody's improving every week, which I told them, you know, if, if you don't feel like you're in position to, to win the points at the end of it, just wherever you start in better, you know, that's, that's the whole thing is, is improving every week. Cause you get, I think, I, I can't remember how many rounds it is. I should know, but you know, basically you get 10 shots at the same racetrack. Uh, you don't, you don't really get that very often. So improve every week and, and just keep building your notebook better and better and, and, and learn something. If you can walk out of every one of those races, learning something, you're going to be a better driver when you leave there. Uh, so, and so far everybody's, everybody's done a really great job. Your, uh, driver refine pro- program there. Um, are, are you, um, you kind of have a set number of, of drivers that you want to work with, or is it something you're taking on more drivers or how's that working out? Yeah, I'm, I'm still taking on more drivers. Uh, this, the deal that I got going with the legends drivers, uh, is kind of a, a special deal we put together with, with Joe Ryan racing and, uh, it's Candace Hornaday and Ron Hornaday are involved. So, uh, that's kind of how that deal came together, but yeah, I'm still, I'm still taking on clients. Um, I feel like I'm approaching sort of that upper limit, um, because at some point I, I don't want to, I don't want to take away from anybody. I want to make sure that everybody's getting the best, the best that I can give them coaching wise. And, um, but yeah, so far I'm, I'm still taking on clients and, and it's our, our philosophy is, you know, we built it to work any kind of car, any racetrack, any level of experience. It's all about optimization and, and taking, taking whatever you have and making the best out of it. There you go. That's Sounds like a perfect plan there. That's it. I, this is what I think you need to do, though. You talk about, you know, working with Ron Holderday some. I, I think you need to, you know, step back and coach these a little bit, these guys, and then let them talk to Ron Holderday also and just see what they come away with there because that's going to be something wild probably they get from him. <laughs> oh, yeah, with, without a doubt. And that's it's funny because uh, Ron and I have, have talked, you know, quite a bit. And it's just uh, – it's funny because I remember when I was – when I started stock car racing, I was 16 and the way that people looked at my parents, when we showed up to race a full bodied stock car at 16, everybody's like, y'all are stupid. You don't love your kid. <laughs> and, and Ron and I were talking about it, you know, like I, I grew up watching him race and win. And, you know, when I got to the truck series level, 
it was the way that I got brought up racing. Like I was expected to go earn that guy's respect. And it's just different because things are moving so fast now that you don't, you don't have a lot of those veteran, like all, like basically you've get gotten to the point where you have veteran cup drivers, but even right. then things change so fast, you don't get that same level of veteran driver anymore. Uh, so what I'm, what I'm realizing is what I'm having to teach a lot of these kids is a lot of that old school, what I call race craft, where you have to, you got to take an eighth of an amount of experience and go beat Ron Hornaday. <laughs> it's, it's not impossible, but it's hard. Yeah, and right. it, but before you even do that, you got to go earn his respect. Cause if you beat him and you haven't earned your respect, that probably means you ran out, ran him over once or twice. That's and that's not, the, that's not the guy you run over. No. Uh, so it's, it's been really fun and, and it's just neat. Cause I, I told Ron, I said, I'm starting to feel like an old guy. Cause I'm saying, I'm saying old guy race car driver stuff now, like back <laughs> in my day or way back when, you know, um, but it's, it's been really cool. And, and again, just to see them improve all these kids improve week to week and, and start picking up on the, on the vocabulary and just using, using the techniques where I can see them use the techniques. It's, it's really cool. It, yeah, I, I could definitely understand that. Um, you talked about respect there a little bit on the track. Do you feel like that's something that's missing a little bit na- nowadays or that has gone away some as driver respect for each other? Yeah, I think it's missing some. And again, some of it is I think you just, you don't have the, you know, you don't have really a Frank Kimmel of the Arca series anymore. You don't have the Ron Horner days and the Todd Bodines and, you know, like you got Johnny Sauter and Matt Crafton, but that's, you know, it's kind of down to two or three out of, out of 30 trucks now. Right. Um, the Xfinity series is completely different. Um, and then even the cup series has changed a lot. So almost anywhere you look around, it's just, it's just a little bit different, but that's, that's the fun part about racing It's it never stays the same, but the other part of it is, is, uh, and Ron and I joked around about this, but you know, soft wall and comfy seats that <laughs> it makes it a little bit easier to crash. So it, you don't pay for it near as much. Um, you know, and, and fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, there's not a lot of younger drivers that are, are working on their cars the way that previous generations worked on their stuff. Um, I know I stopped tearing quarter panels up when I started building quarter panels. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's just, again, it's, it's different. Um, with, with the way things work, you can, you can go get in different race cars for different people uh, based on sponsorship and, and dollar amounts and things like that. And again, that's, that's just, that's the way the sport's evolving right now. But, uh, I think the ones that, that do race with, with that level of respect and try to earn it from their other drivers, I do think those are the ones that get the farthest. That's right. And, and, and seem to become the most successful in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just mentioned, uh, you know, moving into truck series and stuff like that. I, I want to run something by you real quick just to get, get your reaction, see what you think about it. Our other co- part-time co-host on here, Derek Griffith, he just got to call up to uh, go run for a team you're familiar with. He's going to run a one-off race with uh, KBM there at uh, Gateway. Um, wh- going into something like that after, you know, the highest level he's run is ARCA series. 
uh, mostly running late models. What kind of advice would you give somebody like that? Uh, I would highly encourage him to pick up the phone and call driver fine. No, uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, I, I think Derek's, uh, he, he's obviously, he's, he's got a lot of natural talent. He's, he's great in the late model. Um, uh, I think he's, he's done spectacular in those Arca cars, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, he's, he's going to a track that I think is going to be right up his alley. Um, that place is, you know, it's a big track, but it races a lot like a short track, um, the way that you approach it. So I think, uh, obviously he's, he's going to be with a good team. I mean, he's going to have as good a shot as anybody, I think, uh, as, as long as, you know, nothing crazy happens. So, um, I think, I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. I think think we will too. That's one thing that, you know, would kind of worry me though, is not worry, but you know, you know what that truck's capable of. So when you go there, you're pretty much expected to put it in victory lane pretty much. So, you know, it's, it's not like you're taking a, a 10th place car and trying to finish fifth, sixth, seventh with it. You know, you're, you've got a winning race truck there. So, uh, he's definitely got to kind of keep, keep that in mind too. That's, that's gotta be a lot on his shoulders, man. That's, that's, that's a really good opportunity for him. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And at the end of the day though, I mean, like if, if, if I was talking to him, you know, you, you can have a lot of things, you can do everything right and somebody's hot dog wrapper gets on your grill and you overheat blow the motor. Right. You know, there's, there's so many things that can happen that, yeah, it is a great opportunity and you definitely have to be on your game to take advantage of it. But, but you can't, you can't overthink it and, and, and not, not give yourself a little bit of room to think, okay, something can ruin my day that I can't do anything about. And, Again, like it sounds crazy to to you know, why in the world would you even think about it? It's like you because if you put that if you put that mark down in your head that these are the things that I can control and if I control all of these things and do them all right, then I'm gonna have the best day I can. But that line separates that from all the stuff that isn't under your control. You know, if somebody runs you over on a restart, it's not well. I had a bad race. Like you got run over. But, but that, like I said, that, that delineation of the things you can control and the things you can't are what make or break those one-off races, right. I think. Because uh, I've seen it with ARCA drivers, you know, guys that come up from late models and they get one shot in an ARCA race. It's the same kind of thing where it's like do everything you can right and make sure that you know if you did it right and you know if you did it wrong regardless of what the outcome. I worked with a driver. We went and tested. Uh, an ARCA car went fast, went back for the race. He qualified good. The window net fell down at the beginning of the race. Damn. <laughs> they went two laps down working on the window net. Cause obviously you can't start the race without a window net up. And it results wise, it absolutely ruined his night, but it, 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 it took the gas out of him. I think a little bit. And I, it, it, it kind of burnt him out, but it's like, man, that wasn't, wasn't under your control you know and that again it's just an example of of why i think it's important to keep to keep that line of of what you can and what you can't control well i think Derek fortunately figured that out at uh daytona when um yeah which is somewhat i think how he got this ride here going into gateway um Mm -hmm. when he got taken out by his own teammate leading (laughs) at daytona in the target car so i completely get what you say in there i mean that's crazy so so that's cool man well dude as always it has been great having you on here and um, having some fun for a little while. And 
we definitely appreciate you coming on here as, as always man it's it's fun yeah yeah thank you all for having me as always and uh i'll be sure to to let you know when we get the next one uh next race marked down on the calendar definitely so and we will be talking to you real soon we'll have a uh safe trip back to texas there and um and 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 don't let that dry heat get you like this, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, this, this yeah. non-breathable heat over here. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I'll do my best. I'll probably just stay inside. There you go. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a good one. Yep. Thanks a lot. You too. Hi, right, bud. want to thank Joey Coulter coming on here as always. Man, that's a, that's pretty good stats in a, um, in a modified. Go out two races and have a first yeah. and a third. <laughs> batting pretty good there that's for sure pretty and, good average hey man that might be his uh he uh i'd like to see him run the full tour and and see what he could do with it and, and you know having more seat time in that thing ain't do nothing but help him so um but yeah he's he's rolling pretty good in that thing that's for sure for sure and as you just heard on there i know we hadn't talked about it yet we um cat came out the bag last week uh our buddy Derek griffith is going to KBM for one race, like we said there, Gateway, or was it Worldwide Technology Speedway now? I think is what yeah. it is. Um, going to run a one-off race as of right now for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Yep, in the number 51. In the number 51 truck. So uh, Hudson Speedway come on in yeah. a big way, uh, obviously. I, and I don't know what all, uh, you know, how that went on and, and went about, but uh, – I know uh, JBL is a part of that sponsorship, which I, I don't know if they're That's a team always sponsor. on that yeah. car. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, we appreciate Hudson Speedway for for coming on, helping him out, and getting him in that getting him in that good of a ride. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be definitely huge for him. And I just hope his brakes go better, like we you know talked about with, with Joey. There is you know you don't ever know what's in what you can't control. You can't control for sure, especially that track. That's always been a track that just some wild stuff yeah for sure. <laughs> happens you know if you're out front you're normally pretty good but some wild stuff tends to happen at that track for some reason yeah. i guess just because you get there's so much track so flat and straight away so long and right corners pretty tight there's a lot of on break time which is really good for yeah, Derek. i think I, was say. Like, like, I think joy was on point there when he said that you know this track's gonna kind of suit i think it's gonna suit him very well because you know he's he's run these late model tracks it's a lot of break time, flat, whatever. Um, that's going to suit him pretty well for sure. So, uh, really looking forward to that, and I hope it goes better than it did in Daytona, which it went well for the. It was going great. A <laughs> little bit of time that he was on the racetrack, but um, yeah, he he uh, shot up there real quick and was uh, was doing a great job um, in that in that good ride he had there. So, hopefully, he can do the same thing. And um, like we said, he's not going to have pretty much. He, you're not going to have any better equipment. Uh, than what he's going to be in. So um, hopefully he can take full advantage of that and and uh, turn some big heads there. Yeah. We'll have Derek on here in a few weeks. We'll talk about it here within the next couple of weeks anyway. We'll talk about it and uh, get his views on it. I, I know he's got to be excited about it. So uh, congratulations to our, uh, our other part-time co-host, Derek Griffith. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone again. I, I, this is the first guest I think we've had two weeks in a row, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> it's pretty good for us, huh? We are going to <laughs> announce her as our new 
I, I guess we'll call it pit reporter, interviewer, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the the socialite in the pits. That's, that's that works. Socialite. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Scarpatti. Melissa, what's up? What's up, guys? I don't know it. So you gonna come on with us and help us out a little bit and 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 go talk to some of these drivers down in the pit or not just drivers, everybody down in the pits. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, obviously, I'll be up in Jersey for the most part, but I have some other plans on going some other tracks up north, and uh, obviously, I'll be down south too. No, come November, but yeah. I'm looking forward to it. That sounds good. I mean, that's great for us because we can't make it up north that much. And so, so we, we, we can't make it down south. We that can't much. make it down south that much either. <laughs> it, it's hard to get away from home, no. But uh, but that's gonna be cool. I think. And and coming up, we just talked about it. Your first uh assignment isn't even at the track. It's gonna be uh at Wings Etc. here Wednesday night in Gaffney. Yes, it is. There's down here in the uh, Carolinas and looking forward to uh, going and talking to some of the guys and getting a little little interviews going. My friend, my buddies down there. Your buddies. <laughs> see, see, she she just started, you know, really this year, really getting into late models and she's already made friends with Scott Bloomquist, friends with yeah. Kyle Strickler and Chris Ferguson and all them, but maybe I need her to do my hair because that it ain't working. <laughs> maybe so. Can can you cut our hair while you're down here? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, you better better watch out. I might move in on your territory. Come down. Uh oh. I'll, I'll, I'll cut all of everybody's hair. Uh oh. There you go. There you well, go. I, I go to sports clips, so you, ah! I don't think they care too much. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I see. Oh, my hair's pretty simple, so it's just buzz, like a number two and then a number one, so you can't really mess it up a whole lot. <laughs> I'm just trying to get them to get, you know, something like a, a Mav TV on there now or, or Flow Racing or something like that so we can watch some racing in Sport Cliff at least. Do you do that in your salon? Do you, you watch racing or you have mostly women come in there and they don't want to watch that stuff? Um, I My my business is about 50-50. Um, but yeah, no, I have freaking... Ariato racing news, uh, newspapers and magazines and all types of racing stuff. Pictures Sweet. of my race car up at the shop. Um, you know, and like TV, it depends. Sometimes I just listen to music, put on like Pandora on there or, you know, put whatever. <laughs> well, maybe you need to franchise out and get one down here and be focused <laughs> on racing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> well, cool deal. Well, Melissa, we appreciate you, uh, coming on with us now and and uh gonna be a a a staple on especially our facebook account y'all will find her she'll be doing a lot of uh facebook lives and uh who knows it what else uh you will see her at some tracks here and there she's gonna be like we said over at wings etc in gaffney south carolina on wednesday night so uh we appreciate it melissa all right thank you so much i will um you know, I'll keep you updated, and uh, we'll have some Facebook posts on Wednesday. There we go. Well, cool deal. Y'all be watching out for her, and uh, y'all will be hearing a lot from her. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Melissa Scarpatti there. Y'all going to be hearing a lot more from her here on Chicken Bone Alley. Yeah. She's going to be... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> Something about it, you just gotta she, say it all weird. Just chicken bone out. You do good at that. I'm I'm not so so much as good. <laughs> but you're pretty good at that. <laughs> um maybe Melissa will be a little better than that at it. We'll see. But uh She'll probably say it like a normal person, you know. Like more than likely. You know. Yeah. As as I should. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, looking forward to that. Getting uh for her getting up there and um hanging out at <clears throat> it's gonna be neat. I think it's gonna be really cool for her to get a different because I think the I think the drivers are more be open to talk with her a little bit more about just everyday stuff. So it'd be really neat. She's an outgoing cool. person. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh so that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool to hear. Um you know, kind of the the away from track talk maybe. Um see what all these drivers and whoever else is up to, man. It's gonna be really cool. But um but yeah, she she's she's got some making some good relationships up there with 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 the drivers and team. So uh so it's it's definitely gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, y'all hear from her whenever she's able to be at the track. She's at the track a lot, but whenever whatever race she's going to, kinda like us, just whatever she shows up to, that's that's what you're gonna hear about. That's it. Which is what we like to do. We we don't tie ourselves down to one particular thing most of the time. No, no. It's just it's just go for it. Just talk about racing. But uh, we wouldn't have ever got hooked up with her if it wasn't for our buddy uh, Randy Keene up there who suggested we talk to her um, up there with SRI Performance. Team SRI. We uh, always appreciate SRI Performance coming on here and hanging out with Oh, yeah, for sure. They they, they take care of us. Um, you know, definitely Randy uh, does a lot to help us, and, and SRI does as well. And, and they do that for, uh, for all of the uh, – all the racers out there too, man. They take care of everybody and and um, on and or at the track and away. Uh, like we always say, you know, they got everything in the world you can name related to racing at all. Um, they're in stock, ready to ship out, and they ship out and get it to you quickly. So um, definitely the best place to go to get anything you need for your race car. For sure. And like Sterling said, they are ready to ship out as soon as you order. So what you need to do is uh, go online there or call them in store. But you can go online to uh, SRIPerformance.com. Get you a whole card of goodies up. Get it up. Then when you get there and uh, get ready to check out, go to a promo code spot there and put in promo code CBONE10. That is C as in chicken. B-O-N-E. One zero get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout there. That uh that helps out some 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 there. Uh, I know our buddy Kill Maven. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he got called, some shocks. He called him another day. Now he springs. got springs. Got some, some, some Draco springs. Some purple springs. Some purple springs for his legend car, and he uh called and ordered another one and told him to stick that promo code on promo code on there and gave him another ten percent off. Can't beat it. Not with a stick. But also, uh, guys, head over to, uh, when you're ready to rebuild that car, make it look pretty again, head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Get yourself some uh, some materials to work with there and uh, get that car pretty. And as Kel did, check out the Draco Springs over there on SRI's website. Get what you need. Get you a good selection. So the track's a little bit different each night. You can tune her up. Faux show. Faux show. Faux show. Also want to thank our buddy, 
Earl Ramey. And Earl Man, he's Ramey's in Hawaii, but <laughs> what's he doing? I mean, finally getting him a break. Yeah, he has got to go. I don't know, ten hours away from North Carolina, so he can get a break. Ten hours, yeah, by by, by flight, yes, ten well, hours. I say by probably. Flight, I don't know. It's, it's pretty sure he ain't driving to Hawaii. Nah, so he, that's why he I would, didn't want to go over that bridge. It's a long bridge. Yeah, nah, I think I would either. But I wonder if he's gonna convert his money over to Hawaiian money. Hey, I, I thought it was the same as here money, but <laughs> that was a Jeff Foxworthy joke back in the day. Oh, he was oh, talking God, about he was talking about his uncle. I kept asking him, "Every time we went a trip, and he said his uncle kept asking, when are we gonna convert our money to Hawaiian money?'" <laughs> <laughs> well, he might be trying to find where he can convert over there. There's no telling with him, but uh, but no man, uh, like you say, uh, hats off to them guys. They need him a break, um, as much as they do for. For their uh, customers and uh, their clients, whatever, uh, they take care of them for sure and uh, give them the absolute best horsepower they could ask for and the uh, best customer service, I guess, if you will, uh, that, that you could ask for as well. So, um, yeah, man, if you need you some horsepower, go see him. Go check him out. And when you uh, get that motor slapped in the car there, go uh, call him up and say, hey, man, I want to run this thing on your chassis dyno. He'll schedule you up some time there to run it and uh, try different oils, try different fans, try every different thing you can think of on the car, clutches, whatever else you can change there, and uh, see what you can get the most horsepower to the wheels with. Full show. Full show. So go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines today. All right, guys, speaking of Earl Ramey Racing Engines, I want to bring something up real quick. I sent this out to, first of all, it's going to our, I will say, it's going to our uh, last year, last season competitors first, but we have, uh, we've not finalized all our tracks and stuff yet, but we have pretty much finalized our deal for our 2021 Summer Shootout Series on iRacing. Chicken Moan Alley is going to put up some, uh, a, a good series this time. Good. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, we learned a lot. We did from uh, from the first one uh, that we did, and um, we had a lot of. Uh, I say, I mean, we we I think it went pretty good for it the did. first time. I mean, you know, getting the, the people that we had on, and and uh, thanks to them, and it, pretty good, pretty good sized field every week, and um, the sponsors came aboard and and helped us out there, and and. Um, you know, we were able to have a pretty good purse uh, for that first deal, but uh, we definitely got a lot more help this this time around. So, um, yeah, man, I think it's going to be. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I feel sure that the uh, whoever wins the points will like it. That's for sure. They definitely are, because uh, as y'all just heard it, Earl Ramey there, EMFR Performance and Grease Monkey Garage Mooresville have come on. I hope y'all guys are sitting now ready for this. Just on our racing, our little eight. It's going to be an eight race series. They have come on as our presenting sponsors for the summer shootout. Your winner is going to take home at least, at least it could be more at this point, but they will take home at least one thousand dollars. Yes, sir. To sit in their underwear and race on our racing. Hey, well. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't even care where you at. You go run for a thousand bucks. It's pretty good. But yeah, to do it on iRacing, man, um, one day a week for 
two or three hours, whatever it's going to be, you can't beat that. So um, I probably will not be taking home that uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the championship there, but uh, hopefully I can per, uh, play somewhere pretty good up in there. We'll see. But, uh, but yeah, we'll have some good guys on there with us. And um, kind of like we did last year, we're going to make it, you know, it's going to be a fixed setup, whatever. Um, it's going to be a lot of different different tracks. I mean, different cars with different tracks. So it's going to be a little... You know, not the normal. Uh, I and mean, it's kind of what we don't want to do. We don't want to have the normal. Um, so it'll be a little different. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. For sure. I um, also want to thank Palmetto Machine and Fabrication coming on with us. Um, Northeast Auto Imports. Our buddy Derek Griffith, his business coming on, putting some money in. Also, another podcast. Uh, y'all need to go check them out if you haven't already. We've talked with them on here before. Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Check them guys out. Um, they've come on with us for some more sponsorship money there. Trying to pay back through the field. Also, SRI Performance coming on here. Um, BS Racing. Our buddies up in Ohio running that GNCC quad there. They're going to come on and help us too. Uh, am I missing anybody? <laughs> <laughs> normally we don't have this problem because we no, don't no. have 27 sponsors so but uh but yeah I, if, if if he did miss anybody i'm i apologize for him because i i really don't i don't know but uh there's a pile of them yeah hard to keep up with how many that uh we have but uh that we'll, we will be talking about a whole lot more and uh we'll definitely be uh letting everybody know who all comes on here to help us for sure but um but yeah, man, like like you said, you know, pay, we're gonna try to pay back as as far as we can, you know, within reason. Um, I think we did what five spots last year. Um, ten spot? Or we do ten spot? I can't. Remember. I can't remember. But it, regardless, um, we did pay back that much. Uh, we will. I, I will say we weren't really limiting last time, which we didn't have a problem with limiting. Um, if y'all want to get in the series, you may be sure to email us at chickenbonealleypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know, um, because we will be limited, limiting this one to 45 entries, um, just to, uh, not make everything take all night. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, we haven't talked about it completely, but whether heat races or qualifying or whatever it ends up being, um, Probably start what thirty, I would assume. Um, Most time, yeah. You know, depending on the track, I guess. But uh, you know, try to start thirty, and and um, so there'll be some people going home each week. You know, uh, hopefully, <laughs> it's probably gonna be me. It's probably gonna be me as well. But uh, but I think that'd be cool. You know, um, so but you know, I want to make it to where it's worthwhile to, to do it, and it's exciting, and everybody can get on there and, and have a good time with it, and um, you know. We're going to have us a broadcaster this time, thankfully. Soap Tires Broadcasting. So, we appreciate them for helping us out. and uh, But but thankfully, we're going to have that where David can actually compete, too, and um, try to get us some admins to help out, too. So, um, But, you know, trying to race for that much money, everybody's got to try to race clean because, you know, I don't know, like <laughs> we talked about it before, but, you know, that black and white call, you know, it's uh. I don't know. Hopefully, everybody will, will race clean. We don't have to worry about it too much. But well, I'm just letting y'all know this time it's out of our hands. That's right. We're gonna be a competitor just as much as you are. So if we get black flag, we get black flag. But so 
completely out of our hands this time. Um, and we will, it's going to be a fun series. A little more, last one was good. I think this one's going to be a little more organized. Oh, yeah. Um, well, we all learn every time, so we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be really neat, man. It is. And, uh, and, and the different tracks and the different cars that we're going to try to, you know, put together there. And, um, you know, I think we're going to not really release a schedule. Um, so it's going to kind of be a, you know, more of a surprise, more or less, to everybody, even us. Um, but we you know we're going we're gonna to look into that too. So there'll be some more things to build from there, but we'll see what happens. Yep, it's going to be fun. Going to be fun. So if you want to uh, get in on it, be sure, like I said, uh, send us an email to um, chickenbonealleypodcast at gmail.com. Um, what I told everybody on there is send us your name. Make sure that name is the iRacing name because uh, I know some people have a name. But anyway, and then send us your iRacing account number. Give us three options of what you want your car number to be. 83. I was the first one. I said it. There you go. He said it. He's unpicked. Um, and uh, entry fee will be $25 this year. $25 for a chance to win 1000 Sounds pretty good to me. Can I borrow some money? I, I'll spot you. I'll spot you. <laughs> i give you a case quarter. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat that, man. $25 entry fee. Um, you ain't got to go out and buy tires. You ain't got to go out and buy fuel. You go race. So uh, that's right, and all that money from the entry fees. Guess what, guys? Going to be going right back into the purse. We ain't making a dollar off of it, regardless. So no, nah, we ain't gonna do that. We're gonna put it all back in there. So like you said, thousand uh, dollars to win the series. We're not gonna pay anything for running the races. No, nope. um, as we did earlier in the, the the first one, we're not gonna do that. Um, so you know, hopefully that'll kind of keep everybody uh, wanting to come back each week uh, to get in that placing for some money and you know depending on how much we can get there we'll see how far we pay back but yeah as soon as the season starts and uh we get all our entries in we'll know exactly how far we're paying back and uh we had to wait a little while into the last series to see what we were going to be able to pay and fortunately the first series went good and so uh we've been able to step up our game i guess you'll say oh yeah for sure most definitely, it's you know it kind of worries you because you <laughs> you get this and then okay what's up what's gonna happen next time you know is that, <laughs> you know but but anyway it's really cool that we can continue to to go up and we appreciate everybody coming on and helping us out and uh, making this thing work for sure so uh, y'all get ready to have some fun on it and um, we will too definitely be sure to be sure to have some fun and and all that good jazz. Uh, real quick, guys. Uh, going from fun news to not fun news at all. This is all. It's always a bad day. Uh, I want to send out our uh, thoughts and prayers for sure to the family of uh, Paul Ballinger. Uh, there was a apparently a pretty bad accident over at Hartwell Speedway in Georgia um, this past weekend, and from what I understand, he got hit by a car and a couple other people got hit by a car but anyway paul ballinger uh did not survive that so we send out our thoughts and prayers to his family to the racetrack to the whole racing community over there yeah for sure man you don't ever want to see that you know you we, you don't ever know man and any 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 tracks we go to you always you know well, i always kind of look where my surroundings are but you don't ever know man you, you Crazy things happen at racetrack. Yeah, for sure. So, um, 
but I, I like, like you say, man, I mean, we definitely praying for them and, um, and, and, you know, you don't never know. You just don't ever know. You don't never know where, you, what kind of situation you'll be in. So, uh, you know, not that they weren't, but anybody that's listening and you at a racetrack, make sure that you know your surroundings as best you can. And especially where you, you kiddos, if you got them with you, make sure you got a, uh, uh, escape route if possible always um because you don't ever know well you sure don't know from what i understand there was like a nine-year-old boy that was also hid in it and someone else um so praying for uh the other two that were injured also um praying for them and their families hope they have a uh, speedy recovery too so going from that there was a there was a good bit of racing over the weekend there was all kind of Little races here and there and everywhere and this, that, and other. And um, old T-Mac saw one up at uh, Muskingum County Speedway there in Ohio with the, uh, that was Lucas Oil race, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That was Lucas race. So uh, he's kind of had a, uh, I don't, I'm going to say he's kind of had a little, little bit of an off year this year, in my opinion. Um. From what he's done the past couple of years, anyway. He always seems wonderful when it's cold outside. I don't know. I've always noticed that. Like, early in the season, he's when it's cooler nights, he always runs really well. Um, but, yeah, he seems like he's in a little bit of a slump right now. But, there again, man, that competition is so daggum tough. It's it's hard to stay on top all the time. And, um, you know, we talk about Overton and whoever else. It just has certain times where they're ups. But, um T-Mac will be back for sure, um, but glad to see him get that win and maybe get that off his back and go get him. Yeah, ball. yeah, that's always a it's always a strong team he's got there. To uh, they they bounce back always do. So uh, maybe he's on the up now. Um, buddy that we had on here a few weeks back put up some pretty good nights this past weekend. Uh, Max Blair, I think he took home like. What was it like three wins counting as creek car and everything else? He don't go to a track and run one race. Nah, he just running. <laughs> he just like they got y'all got a crate class. I brought my super, but y'all got a crate class too. Yeah, let's run it too. <laughs> I get in it <laughs> and go win it. He's a that boy's a wheel man. Yeah, for sure he is. He really is. I I look for that car to do good things um, next year when they can run that you know two were there and um they look really good and we were there with them at eldor and um top-notch stuff man so yeah they'll they'll be on their game for sure for sure oh uh zach dome he uh he took him home twenty thousand dollars yesterday and I'm sorry, the uh <laughs> the there we go. My I just went blank on where it was at. He uh that was at Beckley. Ha <sighs> the Beckley USA one hundred. Just had a brain fart, I reckon. But anyway, twenty thousand bucks on a on a uh what the, was that a Monday he did that? That's that's a pretty good paycheck. Oh yes, sir. No, that was Sunday. That was on July fourth. Thought so. Um, that track, Beckley, they've uh, 
That's Beckley, West Virginia. They've they've come on here lately. I've heard of a lot of big races going on that track. Never been there myself. Um, pretty tight looking track. Pretty cool looking track. Um, I kind of like it. Kind of like it. Um, I know our guys with Grassroots uh, Sports TV. They were all over it. Um, I think they aired that that show. Or twenty thousand dollars win at Beckley. Uh, and speaking of Grassroots Sports TV, two weeks, guys. Big show coming up here at uh, the dirt track at Charlotte. The Carolina Sizzler. Throwdown in Crown Town. It's going to be a big one, man. It's going to be fun. A lot of racing coming on over there. I think they got six or seven classes of races, mostly late models, but they're street stocks and four-wheel drives. Also, I mean, front-wheel drives, not four-wheel drives. That'd, that'd Maybe, be cool, too. That'd be a cool glass. Maybe that's what I need. But front-wheel drives, I think it might be SCDRE-type cars, anyway, um, are going to be running at the dirt track at Charlotte. We don't see a whole lot at the dirt track at Charlotte, and I know the Ultimates were supposed to run over there a few weeks ago, and they had to end up canceling that. But this looks like it is good to go. Two-day show, um, Saturday and Sunday coming up there. $20,000 win, super late model show there also. Yeah, that's going to be really good, man. I'm, I'm ready to see that. Um, like we've been saying before, you know, I, I kind of wish they'd have a, a big event there quite a few times during the uh, during the, the, the year. But uh, we take full advantage of when we can get up there and see them. For sure. For sure. Well, cool. Well, that's going to be fun. Uh, cup stuff this past week. Speaking of Charlotte and moving over to the cup track. Uh, good entry to it. <laughs> <laughs> they were out on some road courses this past week, or a road course. Uh, road America out there in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Running and um, go figure, Kyle Bush went out there on Saturday, run the Xfinity race, and Got his 101st Xfinity Series win. Yeah, that's pretty much every. That's pretty much expected, <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah, if I, I you know, listened to him the week before, he wanted to get out there and 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 get some seat time at that track, um, and it paid off for him. And uh, you know, not that we were really surprised at that, but uh, it's a long track, man. I think it's four miles. Yeah, I think that big, big. Um, yeah, it's pretty good size uh, road course. So. Um, I like it, man. It's cool. It was cool. Cool racing from what I saw. And uh it always is it always seems to have a uh little bit of fuel mileage game there. And you don't want to play fuel mileage there. And, and it may not always be at the end of the race, it's, it'd be like through the middle of the race, so all of a sudden you see these guys trying to make it another lap on fuel and that's a long track to try to gain a lap of fuel. <laughs> Well, you definitely don't want to try to stretch one more lap. No. If you run out somewhere, <laughs> you got a long way to go. You, you probably won't ever make it. No. Nah. So uh, it's always cool. But anyway, uh, go figure. Chase Elliott won him another road course on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Kyle Bush was strong too there. Yeah. I think from what I saw. And uh, well, I think Kyle Larson was up in there and, and all. But um. But yeah, hats off to Chase getting his seventh road course win, man. He's uh, I think he's third now. Yeah. Um, one behind Tony Stewart and yep. two behind Jeff Gordon. So, 
Uh, it's really cool. I, I don't think he'll have any problems shattering that no. <laughs> uh, record because he's got a long way to go, and he got to seven really quick. So, um, But the difference is there's a whole lot more road courses now than there was back then. Yeah, there used to be two road courses a year. That was it, Watkins, Glen, Sonoma. That done. This year there's seven. Right. So he, could, he could possibly uh, – yeah, he could possibly tie Jeff Gordon, I think it is. Let's see, we got. I think it's Indy, right? Road course. Oh no, there's three right left because there's still the Rover and Indy. I know. And the road course Daytona. Yeah. So yeah. Because they ran it first of the year, but they're gonna have to run it again. Um. <laughs> yeah. So he could possibly, possibly, it's gonna be tough to uh, finish out, especially with his uh, teammate Kyle Larson right there on his heels most of the time. Uh, he could possibly set a new record this year. Yep, for sure. Pretty cool, man. I like it. I, I I keep saying it, but I like road courses. I think they're I think they're different and it's cool. They are. They are most of the time. I just I'm scared with them running as many as they do. <laughs> I I like the fact. I personally I like Chase Elliott. I, I don't have a problem with him at all. I kind of like him, and I I like the effort he has put into running good at road courses because he that was not his background at all and he's put in a ton of effort and is showing off um but i don't want it to become you know kind of like super speedways are becoming right now and people are like well i mean they, they just talk junk about them because there's only a handful of drivers that are good at them and i thought for a long time it was becoming a lot more drivers that were good at them. But I think them throwing as many more road courses as there is now, those drivers I thought were getting better at road courses, they were just getting good at Watkins Glen and Sonoma. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Because uh, <laughs> they're not showing anything on the other ones. No, they're not. Um, but I think they're all starting to realize, look, if we're going to compete, we got to step our game up at East Street. You know, well, that's seven races. I mean, that's a lot of points. Right, for sure. So uh, I think they're going to have to get that get get to that way. And and you know, Christopher Bell's strong. Um, didn't he win the Roval? I mean, Daytona earlier in the year. No, that was Eric Jones. Eric Jones won. Or was it? I can't. Remember. No, no, no. Yeah, that was him. I'm sorry. Yeah, Christopher Bell. My so, bad. You know, My that's bad. another one. That's kind of. I don't know why I said Eric Jones. That's kind of you wouldn't think would be, but it's just all in car control, I guess. Man, I don't know. It's so different now. But. Yeah, but I don't think. Don't get me wrong. He won. He won Daytona. Yes, he did. Um, and just as Joey was talking about earlier, there's a lot of things outside of your control. There was a lot better cars there than Christopher Bell. Oh yeah. At at, at the road course at Daytona, a whole lot better cars. But he was there at the end. That's what counts. Oh yeah. That's 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 what it's all about, man. And um, Larson was probably the fastest thing on the track until he wrecked. Oh yeah, yeah for sure, and and you know, tough break for Larson this week. Um, I think he's running third or fourth, and um, his teammate Alex Bowman didn't have not have any breaks going into whatever corner that was, and and uh, spun him there. You know, all definitely unintentional, but um, that's just one of the things that happens. But I think he's just what two points, three points, three points behind out of the lead behind Denny, Denny Hammond now. So uh, I saw a bunch of stuff. I'm going to stop looking at social media, I swear, especially certain pages. 
And people on the Kyle Larson page was giving Alex Bowman the devil about about uh hitting him. Oh, he took him out on purpose. Bull crap. Nah. It would not have. It, it, I mean, other than getting around him, it does Alex Bowman no good to take Kyle Larson out. Oh no, no. There's, there's... <laughs> so that's ridiculous, people. If you think that, then you really need to study racing a little harder. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I don't. I think they just watch to watch and not understand. But, um, but yeah, that's just a tough break, man. It happens. Um, but they were strong again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> They have been strong for I can't remember how long it's been now, but uh, you know we'll. Uh, I don't see no reason why they would stop now. So nah. they have been dominant Hendrick cars. I mean, and uh, so got a pretty good chance that you're gonna see more than one Hendrick car in the final four. Um, I'd be almost willing to say at this point in time. At this point in time, if something don't change. Now, we have seen it many years. All of a sudden, they go in the last 12 races, and it's like people that weren't even strong to begin with, all of a sudden, just boom, they're right there. Right. But at this point in time, I could see 300 cars in the Final Four. Oh, yeah. Possibly four if they get the right Dude, could you imagine? At, could you imagine the oh. whining if, if 400 cars oh, made it? Jesus. Oh, man, that'd be crazy. But, um. But yeah, it could definitely happen, man. They're on the game right now, and and you know, hats off to them. Shoot, I mean, go get it. Yeah, for sure. News this past week. Um, I don't think we talked. This wasn't out last week about Ganassi, was it? We didn't talk about that, did we? No. no. Uh, Chip Ganassi sold out. We were talking about, and that's the funny part. We were talking about uh, um, charters and stuff, and Chip Ganassi sold his entire operation to Trackhouse. That was probably a was hefty just, price tag. I'm going to say probably so. <laughs> I mean, that was a lot. Cause they sold everything. They sold shop. <laughs> everything. 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 And uh, they will acquire all of it at the end of this season. Um, <laughs> Ross Chastain said uh, he found out it, about it when somebody texted him when it came over social media. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's kind of, uh, I don't know. That's kind of kind of crappy in my opinion. I feel like they should kind of tell guys that a little bit ahead of time before they put it out on social media, but eh, it is what it is. Uh, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch says he, or, or it came out that Kurt was already talking to Trackhouse before this deal even happened. Hmm. I really thought Kurt was going to retire after this year, but maybe he wants to really try the new car, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. But uh, I mean, he's. I mean, he's still in his shape. Wise, he's. Oh yeah. You know, plenty good. He's older, of course, but I mean, he's he's plenty in good enough shape to run these cars. And, oh yeah. And uh, his talent level's there, of course. Obviously, I mean, he's still he's running good. I think he finished top five this weekend. So yeah, go for it. For sure. So maybe Trackhouse looking for. Some experience to go along with. I mean, I ain't saying, well, Suarez don't have that type of experience. Maybe they're looking at a somebody to become a leader as far as on the team, you know, with a good experience to come over there. And But they're not doing bad. I mean, I really thought they'd be a whole lot worse than they are. 
Oh, yeah. They, they are doing really well. I, mean, I ain't going to lie. I thought it would be a whole lot worse than what they're doing. Yeah. They, uh, they're outperforming Bubba Wallace most weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you, well, I'm not saying that because of Bubba Wallace. I'm really not. I'm saying that because that is a Joe Gibbs car. I don't care what they say. They need 23XI, whatever you want to call it. That is a Joe Gibbs race car. Yeah. Joe Gibbs race cars are expected to be in top 10 every week. They're expected better than that, I think, but top 10 for sure. Right. And it's not doing it. And I'm not saying that Trackhouse is either, but they're consistently, most time, top 15. Top 15 yeah. to top 20. Yeah, sure. It's doing, doing well with it. So, um, so that's a. I want to be pretty good next year. I don't know, man. <laughs> Which, um, you know, I heard somebody talking about the other day. Talking about, oh, Pitbull must really put some money behind it. Let me tell y'all something. Justin March wasn't hurting for no money <laughs> before Pitbull even came came on. Justin March is still the main owner of this team. Pitbull just, I think it's more of a face thing. The entertainment, whatever value of yeah. it. Yeah, the the. The face value, I guess, to, to for sponsorship. Yeah, it was just smart. Um, so I, I don't think money is is hurting them, and I really think that if they're on a level playing field, car wise, as they should be next year, more level anyway, they're probably going to do a lot better. Especially if they put somebody like Kurt Busch in there, who has some, you know, who's just a he's a good driver. I don't care. I mean. Ganassi has not showed me anything in the last five years, really. Um, so, I, I think, let's see, did, did Kurt Busch get a win last year? Or he didn't? Never, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think so. I think. I want to say Larson was the last person who won for Yeah, I can't remember. Ganassi. He might have. I, I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, um, so, interesting, to say the yeah. least. Yeah, for sure. So, that, uh. That opens up some narrows down the charter selections there. I know uh we was talking about uh who was it? Uh had the two spire charters and they, they got bought. Um oh, that was a colleague. So uh the charters look like they're pretty much gone for next year. Yeah. Well I know I think they somebody talked with Dale Jr. about it and you know, they were talking about how the much the value on the charter was, and it's not known exactly, but someone said it was upwards of $10 million now, and, you know, he said that that would never happen. He's not doing that. There's no way. Well, somebody said, well, I heard one thing. They were talking about 10 million. They thought it was around $10 million. Then somebody said it may be closer to 30 depending on what it is, God, what you get with it. That's insane, bro. It is, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I hate that they don't get show these purses anymore because if you were willing to spend thirty million dollars, let's let's go back to the ten million dollars. If you're willing to spend ten million dollars on a charter, what are you making out of that? I know you're you're guaranteeing with a charter. What they're saying is they're guaranteeing these sponsors that they get that they're going to be in the race. That car's going to be in the race. Well, and, and, and two, which I don't really understand, but, you know, the NASCAR guarantees a charter car more money. Exactly. I hate that. Um, That's terrible. You know, a, a non-charter car can finish 10th, and a charter car can finish 20th and make more money. Yeah. 
Um, terrible. Which I don't like. But, you know, that's, I guess that's a part of having you have a barrel, more or less, and, you know, making you buy that charter. But, you know, there's, how many charters is there? 32, I think, or 30? I can't remember. 30, 32, something like that, yeah. And then there's 40 spots, I think. 36 so, spots. Okay, so. Mm, there's only like four. Yeah. Four Four non-charters that can that can potentially make it in a race. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's gonna play out a little different. I, or I, I think they're gonna have to either if all these teams are coming in like they are, you're gonna either have to do away with the charter system, or you're gonna have to expand the field back out to forty three like it used to be. Yeah. And they could. I mean, they, and and all they're gonna do is make more money. Yeah. So why wouldn't you, you know? Uh, I see no, no reason why you couldn't. No. Um, you'll have, you'll probably still have 45, 46 cars show up oh, yeah. because it's just going to be cheaper to run. Um, and if they, I kind of get the point, I guess, to an extent, why they pay more purse-wise to a charter car than not. Because if you can make just as much money on a non-chartered car as you can a chartered car, why have a charter? Why have a charter, yeah. Which was kind of what the Wood Brothers, and I think it was until the, the uh, well, when they decided to go back full-time racing, their first year they went out with no charter. Right. And they were fortunately able to make everything. Um, but that was kind of their deal. But I don't think the differential between... Uh, you know the pay scale was as was as much when they done that. I think it, from what I understand, it's gone up. TV contracts have gone up, and so they're paying that back through the field. Yeah, which is I don't know for sponsors, it's a great thing. Sponsors is perfect. Uh, the ones that have a charter, right? For the nons, it's 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 awful <laughs> to some extent, yeah. and unless it's been like. It's been these past couple of years when you didn't have to have a charter, but you still couldn't make it in the race. You didn't have no much competition other than that typically Daytona. Right. First year, the first race to get into the race because they weren't filling fields. So now that all these teams are saying, oh, we're going into, we're going cup racing, going cup racing, going cup racing. It's like, all right, well, well. <laughs> yeah. Sponsors going to be tough to come by for non-charter teams. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it, it will be. And um, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not saying they won't change something there. They may. Uh, they're a lot smarter than us, I guess. So. Well, I mean, they need to. If they get that many, they need to expand the field back out. If they could run 43 back then, there ain't no use in not running 43 now. No. If it's, if it's more cost effective to be able to run a cup car than it is an Xfinity car, I don't blame these teams for going cup racing. I don't. No. Um, you know, if you can run for more money with the same amount of sponsorship from Xfinity to Cup, yeah. the cars are a lot cheaper. You know, go do it. Um, but I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what they do to 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 expand the field or you know have the possibility to expand the field. I don't think we'll ever see you know fifty cars again show up at a racetrack, but. I'd love to be able to see, like you say, have 46, 47 cars show up and you you start 43. Um, 
And with this new car, you should there shouldn't be no reason why over half that field can't contend for a win, which is pretty much the way it is now. Um, but I wouldn't see no reason why top 20, 22, 23 cars couldn't go win with this with this new car. So, um, I don't know, man. Faux show. Faux show. We, we, we will see pretty shortly. <laughs> yeah. Because they're going to have to be announcing some some rules and all that good stuff. Apparently, uh, with all these teams coming in, they must be already told them something, I would say. Yeah. I would definitely say they just hadn't come out quite yet. Anyway, um, uh, what all we got coming up this week? I know we got Lucas is going to be in um, uh, Gaffney. That is correct. Thursday night, uh, I think ten thousand to win. I, I, um, Carl Larson's done said he's going. So it's Cherokee, actually. Well, it's, well, it's in Gaffney. I say Gaffney. that because it's in Gaffney. Cherokee Speedway. Cherokee yeah. Speedway. I call Gaffney. it Gaffney because that's where we. <laughs> <laughs> We know Gaffney, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Cherokee Speedway. Um, Thursday night. Unfortunately we can't go, but um anybody that's nearby that area, shoot over there and watch a good race. Um, pretty cool to see Kyle out there. He might go get him a win, man. You don't never know. That is correct. And uh also guys, one of the uh in my opinion, what typically has been one of the best tickets in NASCAR, but it's kind of it's, it's changing up. This well, did they run? Yeah, they ran Atlanta earlier in the year. So second round in Atlanta this weekend. With, yeah, uh, it's only going to be the Cup Series and the uh, Xfinity Series over there this weekend. It's typically a good race, though. Typically, per, that's one of the better races on schedule, especially at a mile and a half, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's wore out. Past it's past war out. It's, 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 war it's out, almost it's, a dirt road over there now. <laughs> but they love it. I, <laughs> I mean, it stretches out. A lot of people don't like it because it stretches out and it's a boring. And it may be a boring race to go watch, sit in the stands for some people, but I like it. I like seeing I like seeing the car slip around a little bit and the track slow down as much as it does. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So, uh, Xfinity and Cup in Atlanta. But the race I'm probably going to be paying attention to this weekend Truck Series at Knoxville. Yeah, I'm ready for that. That's going to be pretty cool. Our buddy uh, Kyle Strickler going to be over there running it. I hope he can uh, I hope he can show out a little bit over there. I know it's it's got to be tough, though. I mean, you going from a truck or from running a dirt car to a asphalt car on dirt. I know it's a lot different. Yeah, and we have seen in the past that being a dirt driver doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be any better on the dirt in a truck or a cup car by no means. Um, but what I will say is Strickler ran a truck back at Eldora when they were running trucks there. It's been years back, but he ran one and was running really good in it. Yep. So I'm hoping he can head over to Knoxville and do the same thing. I sure hope so, man. We're going to be pulling for him hard and, uh, he needs something to change his look around a little bit <laughs> on the racetrack. He's he's been catching the devil here lately, so maybe that'll maybe that'll switch him up a little. Definitely has. Whew. Been 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 tough here lately. We talked to him at El Dor and man, every time we get out of there something happens. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully that'll uh, change up for him and, and uh run good. Have a good run. Good showing out there at Knoxville. Anything else? I think I'll do it, man. I hope everybody enjoyed their 4th of July week. 
break, weekend break, whatever. Um, Hope you had extra day off. Yeah, it's nice when Fourth of July is on the weekend though, so you oh, it's great. get or a Monday, either one. Right, because having the or day, <laughs> having the day, it, it, it's never good staying up late, popping fireworks, and going to work. No, no, it's not. Which a, we didn't really stay up. Well, we got home late, but we didn't necessarily stay up late and pop them last night. No, no, not not we necessarily. Were, but we were doing pretty early. Yeah, but uh, glad. But yeah, it was um, it was good. We enjoyed it. We sure did. So uh. We'll be ready to get back at it tomorrow, man. Yep. And uh, come Thursday, we're going to be uh, weather permitting. If else, uh, let it go. Yeah. We'll, we'll be hitting some softballs, maybe. Yeah, man, I'm ready. Evening. I, I am ready. We uh, we went and practiced a little bit today. Um, Got out there. Cole went with us, little boy. He gave me some pointers he tried to help me out a little bit <laughs> you might need it i don't know i know man I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm rusty i gotta get back into the swing of things literally but uh but no it was fun we, we we had a good good little practice so we uh like you say thursday weather permit which i don't <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be tough but <laughs> as hot as it was today though let it rain but i'll i'll be fine we'll practice in the rain as long as it ain't lightning on us but um because the cold never bothered me anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> I would love for it to bring some frozen, some cooler no, temperatures. No, not that cold. Not, not that cold. cold, but some cooler temperatures would not hurt my feelings a bit. But it's probably going to get, you know, a whole lot more humid. Oh, yeah. Um, After that thing comes through like it normally does. But, uh, but yeah, ho- hopefully everybody's down in Florida area is ready for that. I hope it's not too bad on them people. And I think Tampa, is that where it's supposed to come in somewhere along Tampa? I think so. Um, so everybody watch out around there. East Bay. Yeah, and it's the rough side of it, too. It, even though it's relatively uh, calm storm, per se, when it comes in on that side, it, it, it tends to bring some windier weather with it. So Yeah. So y'all be watching out for it. Uh, but we know down here in the southeast, we get a tropical storm. That's just, you know, time for a little party. Yeah. Category one's a pretty good party. Start getting category two and three, though. It's like, ah. Calm down, calm down. Yeah, chill out, <laughs> chill out. I want to keep my lights on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but anyway, guys, we want to thank our buddy Joey Calder coming on here and hanging out with us and talking some more racing. And congratulations to him on a third place run there in the uh, in the Smart Tour Modified. Um, and we appreciate Melissa coming back on again, and uh, y'all be looking out for. Going live on our Facebook page, y'all probably see her Wednesday night for sure. So, uh, y'all check her out and y'all check out some racing this weekend. And as always, everybody, we want to thank SRI Performance as always helping us out. Stock car stealing aluminum, Draco Springs, our buddy Randy Keen helping us out as always, hooking us up with drivers and, 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 talking to all the people he likes to talk to, which is everybody. So, <laughs> RK Motorsports Consultant and then Team SRI Motorsports. Um, as always, our buddy Earl Ramey, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, uh, keeping that horsepower flowing, helping us out every week. Also, Checkered. Y'all check out Checkered, everybody. The social media for racing. You need it if you don't have it. Go, go get it. Um, 
it is all racing all the time. That's all it is. Y'all check it out. It's good stuff. Period. That's that. I mean, that's period. Period. That's that's it. Um, you don't get Aunt Debbie or let's see, I ain't gonna say Debbie. Let's say somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got no cats over there. No. Um, <laughs> but you don't get uh, Aunt Aunt uh, Aunt Aunt all these all these names that you can't come up. I can't come up with one. <laughs> 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 what it is, the ones I know, I can't call them out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, yeah. oh, I can't call them out on nothing. Aunt no. Wanda, Aunt Wanda, we can't get Aunt Wanda. I do. You can't <laughs> yeah, get. <laughs> you ain't looking at Aunt Wanda's cat on there every day, and we ain't talking politics on there. We're talking racing on Checkered. So y'all go check it out. Put on there if you want a micro sponsor, Chicken Bone. Help us out a little bit. We'd appreciate that. Also, Ford Bike apparel y'all go check them out they got some cool stuff uh old coltrane put him on got got his new car rolling pretty good he's done some wingless stuff here lately he's been liking it uh new paint scheme for him kind of same scheme different colors he put some pink in it um so that's pretty cool looking yeah for sure it is but uh they got some cool looking schemes on their website also all on some uh, cool racing apparel so y'all go check out ford bike yeah, man, RMAX Solution too. Don't forget them. Um, we already told you about uh, <clears throat> stock car steel and aluminum. So you go get your aluminum, your steel, whatever you need there, and uh, get you some uh, get you some machine some machinery of any sort. Um, plasma cutters, welders, um, you name it. They got the CNC plasmas. They anything and everything you could think of. So go check them out. Anything that you may already have, they got parts for it. They can help uh, help you get it fixed up there and and back to new. Um, or if you got something you want interested in looking and getting, uh, they can hook you up with some new stuff, some new welders, uh, some new plasma cutters, you name it, or some uh, gently used equipment as well. Um, they'll get it and set it up for you and get you rolling. So um, don't forget that. That's one thing you know we. We all need we all need some good uh, fab equipment uh, to help take care of these race cars. So check them out. Faux show. And as always, guys, we appreciate y'all for listening. Because if y'all wouldn't listen, there wouldn't be no use in doing it, even though we'd probably still do it. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, like we said on the iRacing deal, if you want to get in on it, make sure to email us at... Uh, chickenboneallypodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website which is chickenboneallypodcast.com and hit the contact us link there and send us a message tell us you want to get in it get in on the on the racing and uh we'll get you set up so anyway guys we appreciate you and uh we will be talking with y'all probably same time same place next week later later